Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. Okay, hey, welcome to Prepping Academy. I am Forrest, your host. This evening we got an unbelievable guest. I've been waiting to interview this gentleman for years. I've read his books. I've been following him. I know that him and Daisy are, are good friends. Um, everybody knows who Daisy is here in the PrepperNet Academy. Um, but we have Selco um, online, and I've got questions. Some of you guys sent me questions, which I'll be asking um, as well. But I am so looking forward to this, and it's been, like I said, been a long time coming. So, hey, welcome, Selco, to the Prepping Academy. How are you doing today? Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, yeah, it is good to be here. Uh, and hello to everybody else who who who, who listen this. Awesome, awesome. So, I mean, I'll tell you why. You don't pick up your book and just you know read it on the beach, thinking you're going to have a a, a glorious day. With a with a fun read, is would you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, not not really. Uh, but yeah, uh, there is a whole whole philosophy of of what's wrong with survival today. In your question, actually, uh, <clears throat> no. Uh, and shortest answer to that is that real survival is not something that you can read on a beach. Uh, while hanging out. I mean, you can, but it, it might ruin your day if that may make sense. Uh, real survival is usually, it's always not what you, uh, what you imagine. And it is, uh, yeah, it is dark and, 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 and hard. So it, it is what it is. Because of that, it is real. Uh, it is real stuff, if that makes sense to you. So to give everyone that doesn't know who you are, which I can imagine no one does at this point, but um, you were survival of, we call it a lot of times the Yugoslavian War, um, same as the Balkan War. I guess they're the same event. Am I correct there? Uh, yes, it is it is same event. Actually, uh, to be more precise, uh, Yugoslav War was actually uh, several smaller wars that lasted for I believe something about ten years, something, okay. something like that. Yes. So all of that can can be called Balkan or Yugoslav war or wars. Yes. And, and that was in the nineties, correct? Early nineties. Yes, early nineties to uh, early two thousand. Yes. Ten okay. Years. So the time frame that we're going to be talking a lot about you and what you survived through was that in like that was like ninety three area. Yes, ninety two, ninety three area. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, uh, actually, th- those two years were most uh, mo- most intense, but it mm-hmm. lasted altogether about five years. Uh, it was, in short, civil war, and and it was uh, chaos that most of the people 
should have in mind when they talk about survival. Uh, there is a there is a, a thing that people say. Oh, it, it is civil war. We are ne- never going to experience that. Well, in last few years, we can question even that statement. But uh, uh, to rephrase it, maybe you are not going to experience civil war uh, like I experienced it. But uh, point is in experience experiencing the uh, situation where you have more people than resources. Uh, after you experience that moment with more people than resources, most of the scenarios go in similar direction. Uh, doesn't it, it doesn't matter is it civil war or let's say asteroid impact. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's say it like that because most of the scenarios from that moment lead into the same direction and that direction is fight for the resources. Uh, and uh, it is simplified, but it is true. It is simple old fight for resources. So you wrote a book on this and the book we're talking about, at least the the one that I've read at least twice now, is the dark secrets of HTF survival? Yes, uh, uh, the dark secrets of of SHTF survival. Basically, what I did, uh, and I need to uh, uh, to step back a few steps. Uh, uh, I read, I believe, uh, thirteen years ago on some survival forum, uh, some survivalist describing how real SHTF going to look. <clears throat> and after I read that topic, uh, I realized that uh, it is absolutely and completely wrong. Uh, so uh, from that moment, I started to write articles about uh, my SHTF's uh, experience and what I experienced. Uh, and all those articles uh, at the end end up in this book. Uh, book is actually consisted of my experience in, in that war, which can be brought down to the simple, uh, uh, to the essence of uh, more people than resources, just like I mentioned mentioned mm-hmm. before. Uh, you can, of course, you can you can say there's a lot of differences be- between uh, society in Yugoslavia in 19th and society in, let's say, US today. And I agree. Uh, but when uh, uh, when something bad happen, uh, always you are going to have good old violence and people fighting for resources, uh, no matter what is background story uh, about. So yeah, basically uh, that book is about my experiences from uh, from that war, uh, and I wrote it based on uh, uh, based on how survivalists uh, today uh, expecting SHTF will look. So I took uh, most important my my most important experiences uh-huh. and put it in, in that book. Actually, uh, most of the book is my my everyday problems and solving of those problems, uh, everyday dangers, my life, my right. life in those okay. years. It's so it's kind of like interesting that. on the front. It looks like a blood splat and it says warning graphical <laughs> graphic content. So you're warning people right out of the front. And then the kind of the subtitle is the brutal truth about violence, death, mayhem. You must know to survive. And I think, the overall thing that if I was if someone asked me, what's the book about? And I would sum it up like this and tell me if I'm wrong. Your glorification of 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 war and bugging out and having to live through the SHTF is nowhere near what is reality. Uh, 
exactly you are right and even that uh warning graphic content uh, i was surprised uh by the fact that uh, uh even even experienced preppers worldwide uh find find out find out that uh some of the stuff that i talk about are uh hard to believe mm-hmm. or not imaginable to them I'll give you one one simple example. Uh, when you're mentioning trade, which is very very uh, high on 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 a topic list among the preppers, trade. Most of the preppers, uh, ten or twelve years ago, imagine it like like uh, good old happy hippie people uh, uh, gathering up somewhere and trading their items, which in reality, in, in real uh, SHTF situation, completely wrong. Uh, as soon as we have uh, some valuable resources uh, to trade for, you are in danger of getting killed uh, in order to take that, that resource taken away from you. Uh, and everything uh, forward from that fact is more danger, more danger, more danger. Uh, and uh, I can say that uh, 90% of other topics are not completely false. I cannot say that everything is false, but uh, 19% of other survival topics are uh, romanticized, if that makes sense to you. So they're not going to have tables down the local corner and everybody bring your goods and and trade yeah it, it can happen, happen. <laughs> i mean it can happen in some in some well organized survival community in small town right. so it is not like i'm not saying it is impossible but uh, let's face it 19% of us are not going to have and be in in some very well uh, organized small survival community uh, most of us will will uh, be uh, in more dangerous situations so the more supplies, the more supplies you have, the more danger you're in. Uh, yeah. If other people know about that, yes, uh, yes. yes. So uh, by 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 fact of that, uh, trade is one of the most dangerous activity. Mm-hmm. I agree, which have to be done, of course, but right. not on the way that people imagine it. Okay, I do want to mention everyone as we're getting started here. His website, he has, it's called shtfschool.com. We want to get out there. And, it's um, shtfschool.com. So go visit that. You have training on there. You have a lot of information on there. So I wanted to get that out before we get really um, big into this. So um, one of the things I caught in the book is that um, you were, it seemed like you were kind of mad at yourself because you, 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 you didn't see the signs until it was too late. And it was almost, I could just feel in your, in your writing that you're, you're kind of mad that you didn't see the signs until it was too late and couldn't get out. Is I mean, is that kind of how it happened? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, I can say that all of the signs were there, but <clears throat> excuse me, there is something in human nature in all of us that we always want to be- believe that, uh, uh, it is not going to happen to us, that bad thing. And it's somehow all going to end up on a good way. So yes, all of the signs were uh, there. Uh, if I uh, sat down and uh, go through all of that signs with my mind that I have today, I will clearly uh, realize and conclude that something really bad is, is going to happen very soon. But with my mindset from those days, uh I, I just pushed back those uh, signs and 
my constant thought in that time uh, was, however, this sounds ridiculous today. My constant thought was that was this: uh, people are not so bad. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I ref- after years of that experiences and after years of prepping, I uh, rephrase it and change that thought uh, into the thought where uh, most of the people uh, are bad. Or most of the people can be bad if situation uh, situation uh, uh, ask that from them. What, what does this mean? Your first, your next door door neighbor is is great guy, but but if if uh, their kids are hungry and he knows you have food, he will be bad towards you because his kids are more important to you than you are. <clears throat> so is he a good guy? Yes. Is he a bad guy to you? Yes. So most of the people uh, can be bad, and most of the people will be bad if situation uh, ask that from them. Uh, while I believed in in those times that most of the people are good folks, and uh, these bad signs going to disappear and uh, all going to be fine. So yes, I was a common common young man believing that everything going to be fine and uh, bad things cannot happen to me. And I have one, also one thought that uh, war, civil wars, uh, genocides happen, happen only in some weird countries mm-hmm. in, in weird part of the world right. without mentioning now any part of the world. So in some weird part of the world where people are different. People, people are, folks are pretty much same everywhere. Yep. Uh, we are pretty much same. Uh, even if you take all of our differences, we are pretty much same when it comes to these things. So bad things are possible everywhere. So, so I, I know that when this happened to you in your country, you, you were very positive and you were kind of missing the signs. My biggest concern is for Americans because I'm not saying that we have a, a much better than you guys did back then, but food's more, re- you know, available. I mean, everything. I think people, they're hopium. They're going to hope that U.S. will get through something and they will do be exactly kind of like you were. And they'll just wait to the end and just think that things are going to get too bad and they're going to be stuck. I mean, we have a lot of confidence in, you know, in America and our abilities and in our government. But I think when things turn, it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty quickly and it's going to be everyone's still going to count on the government. I think that's one of our biggest dangers is being overconfident that that kind of thing cannot happen to America. Uh, for several, several reasons, I, I cannot and I will not go into the uh, uh, political and society uh, uh, situation in your country right now, but I can compare it to situation uh, uh, in my country in those years, and you can you can see uh, similarities. Uh, while it is it was completely different because I grew up in, in a communistic society, so it's absolutely different than your society over there. But mm-hmm. uh, I was grow up in society when you, as an individual, uh, were taught to believe in system. Period. System will take care about everything, and if you mm-hmm. question system, you will let's say disappear in worst case scenario. But uh, system will uh, did usually take care about everything, and we all. 
thought that system is is hard uh, uh, hard as 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 a rock is that expression stable completely and absolutely stable and and ready to take care about everything and one day system collapsed uh because it was rotten from inside uh there is a there is a, a difference from those days and today in fact that uh people are more uh everywhere not not even, not only here everywhere people are more people are uh have more uh, access to information uh 30 years ago you didn't have uh, even there in us you didn't have so much uh, access to so different kind of information today you have so you can you so you could conclude that uh since you have more information access uh you are going to be able to recognize more uh quicker quicker on quicker way recognize more mm-hmm. and more signs coming signs but mm-hmm. in reality uh, uh it is it is false because there is whole so much junk of information everywhere that people are uh, not really sure uh, on the first place, not really sure where to look. And the second place, uh, those in power who control media have so much power, actually, that they bombard uh, average folks with information and folks are mesmerized to that, uh, let's say, screen of uh, government-owned information information so is it better from 30 years ago yes there are more information but is it worse because there is more propaganda yes it is worse it is more information but propaganda is heavier so it is uh, even worse on the other side uh, society uh, today and system and society today offer us more uh, more let's say uh, 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 more ways to live uh, happier and, and and more comfort life. So as a result of that, you have a, a bigger percent of people who, who do not know how to start fire, uh, even with lighter. Uh, so is it better life today than 30 years ago? Yes. Is it going to be bigger fall when it all fall apart? Yes. Because 30 years ago, you still have people who remembers who remember hard times from Second World right. War. They've lived, or, lived through hard times before. Yes, yeah. or, or even or even old timers who, who remember uh, times of of great depression or right. remember it from the stories of their parents. What people remember today, young people, young folks, old folks in middle age. Uh, I'm pretty much, I, I'm worried about what real, uh, knowledge they have if they're not prepper. They do not have, uh, uh real knowledge, most of right. them. Yep. So, uh, so one thing I, I will say, people always ask me, you believe in zombies? And I, and I always say, yes. If you, if you're 25 and below and you're going through a war like that, you're going to be walking around like, what the heck is going on? That's my, that's my zombie in the, H S H T F. But you talk about a lot in your book about information is so important and how disinformation, even like you were talking about um, in there, I think they were talking like, they're, oh, they're going to be dropping MREs on the south side of the city. Just information itself is almost impossible to to know the truth, to get the truth. And 
it, it was probably one of the most needed things beside food and water, things like that. But information was very important and very hard to come by the truth because of the media and other people just telling, not knowing the truth. Is that correct? Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we can look at uh, on information. When you talk about information, we can we need to look at it from, from two sides. First thing is uh, real information for for uh, real purpose. That means, uh, yeah, for example, that means where you can find food uh, tonight, or who who have baby formula, and you need baby formula uh, tonight for your for your baby, and you don't have a clue who have baby formula in your neighborhood. Uh, so you need that information, and how you how you will find that information? Well. For purpose of this conversation, shortest answer will be that you need to have, just like you mentioned, uh, you need to have a prior to, uh, uh, SHDF, you need to have a network of people and you need to have already that information. So, uh, real information that you can use was very, uh, very important. And that information was used in many uh, different terms. Let's say I'll give you one real example from my times. A man who have a uh, who have a, a, a stash of food uh, hidden, uh, uh, hijacked from UN forces and hidden, uh, hid it for uh, more times to, uh, for, for more days to bring, uh, uh price up. Uh, uh, and he, uh, deliberately, uh, plant information that some stash of food on, on the other guy who have it was infested. This is like really small uh, example of how disinformation and information work. Uh, mm. In a real SHTF event, you need information, but in same time, you cannot trust any information. And only real uh, cure to this is to have a network of people because network of people means in same time network of trusted information. How you can build that network of people? Well, best case scenario is to build it before something bad happened because on that way you know you know that people for sure. Uh, when something bad happened, you will be forced to build network of uh people of course because you cannot survive alone but you any man that you add to that network of people 
will be possible danger to you because before you verify him, if this makes sense. So that's this is the one side of that uh, information uh, uh, thing. Other side is a matter of hope. Uh, we as a, as a human beings uh, are uh, addicted to information, and we are not uh, aware of that today because we are uh, plugged in information system every day even uh, even let's say uh, uh, preppers or survivalists who are aware how much false information is outside even us are uh, plugged in into the trusted information so imagine the imagine the world one day when when uh, uh, electricity internet internet everything is just one day is off and you are missing that information. It is uh, it is blow to human mind, uh, and it is uh, uh, it is horrific. It is horrible, and you cannot imagine it if you imagine it if you uh, did not experience it. So, and there is no vacuum there where there is there is where there is no real real information uh, misinformation take place, and even that mis- even uh, even misinformation is important for from the point of that hope thing. While uh, I need to, to to say one more one or more, one or two more sentences about hope, uh, uh, hope can be a bad thing, so do not lean too, too much on hope. But when we talk about this subject, uh, information and misinformation is needed for 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 your mindset to have some kind of. Uh, let me put it like this: In that time, I survived day by day. I just do my job every day. Uh, every day for today and plan it for tomorrow. I didn't plan it for too long into the, into the mm-hmm. uh, future because I probably, if I look my, if I point my direction too much into the future, I might lost my mind because there is, there was nothing there. Just same thing, black, if that makes sense. But right. you still need some kind of carefully, uh, dosed hope, okay. uh, uh, in some other uh, uh, world, you can call it you can call it religion. If you're religious uh, mm-hmm. man, uh, religion work as as a hope, of course. But be careful how to how to use that hope because too much hope can can uh, lead you to uh, forgetting important step in the basics of survival, and you can uh, lose your uh, life. Right. Uh, to shorten more this answer, uh, information was not only important because of the uh, uh, using in in real purpose. Purpose, for example, where to find food or or wood for your stove, but it was also used also used for having for keeping your mind for keeping yourself sane, if that makes sense. Yes. So you mentioned networking and it was better to be kind of network with people beforehand. And so I got, do you know of any people that actually did network before all this happened and how, how they fared through the situation or was there nothing like that at that time? Uh, nothing like that. Uh, nothing like, like, let's say, survival group that we understand it today. Uh-huh. Nothing, pre- nothing really prepared like that. Okay. Uh, clo- closest to that would be uh, some military units that that right. went uh, 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 
that went rogue and formed a local militias group closest to that, but even that was not a, a carefully prepared survival group. What, what we used actually, uh, we simply, uh, let's say, built survival group based on what we had most common in that time. In my uh, case, it was uh, based on uh, blood, on relatives, on right. family. So mm-hmm. we formed a group based on family because we trusted each other. And whichever skill we find useful between ourselves, well, it worked what, what we have. So we didn't prepare the, based on, 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 on uh, survival and prepping before events. We just formed a group when all started based on, 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 on trust, uh, which I suggest uh, always uh, uh when, when, when you build group today, if you cannot form a closest group based on your blood, you form it based on, on a friendship or based on, on your knowing, your, uh, you knowing somebody from, for a long time and, uh, he having a lot of skills or important skill and he's on same page with you when it comes to, to prepping. Uh, people uh, usually, uh, Preppers usually usually make mistakes here, so they look for the folks when they when they form prepper groups. So they look for the folks who have same opinion about what will happen. So let let me use example. Uh, guy believe that uh, that uh, America going to be uh, collapsed based uh, based on on um, economic collapse. Or some other particular scenario. Uh, I always give advice that you uh, do not look for the for the prepper groups or members of the prepper groups based on particular scenario. He doesn't need to be on same page about scenario with you. It, it's not really important. Uh, right. It is important that he is prepper. Now, is he believe that that uh, world is going to collapse because of aliens or because of Russians <laughs> or because right. of tsunami? It is not really important. While he is on same page about skills and i will say same page about uh, with uh, morality is that correct expression yes mm-hmm. you, you don't you don't want to have a, a, a psychomaniac with you in group if you are a normal person if that makes sense so morality uh, 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 say morality moral code moral code yes uh, makes sense of course okay. uh, you don't want you do not don't want uh, really a serial killer to have in your <laughs> group, of course. The Prepping Academy Podcast. What are you prepping for? Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. You're listening to The Prepping Academy. The information you need before the world ends. So the the idea of prepping and prepping for the SHTF is way more important than what people believe is actually going to happen. Just being prepared, having the skills, having the tools. Would you say that um, if you were in a group that y'all knew this would come in, would you have 
um, fared well, you, you know, got out through it better. Would you say you, do you wish you would have had a group beforehand? Would it have been better for you? Well, yes, yes, of course. A okay. uh, lot of the, uh, lot of, well, we managed, we survived, most of us survived, but, uh, some of the some of the stuff we we uh, learned on our mistakes and uh, learning on your own mistakes uh, during SHTF it's very wrong because it is very dangerous situation to learn on your own mistakes because your own mistakes mistake can can be your death so uh, would i have uh, would i go into some situation easier of course uh, if I had a uh, uh, mm-hmm. prepped group before something happened, but again, uh, we didn't even have a concept of that. We lived in right. society uh, where society taught us on very hard way that system we take care about everything. And on the other, and and uh, also we were uh, we were very hard plugged in in media which bombarded with 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 news that everything going to be fine uh uh right to the last moment did you have skills before all this happened meaning were you thinking prepping were you did you have some survival skills like making fire did you have basic skills before all this or did you learn it as you were going yes i ha- i had basic skills again uh I, I grow up in, in different society. For example, in communistic society, you learn how, how to disassemble your rifle in, in, when you have, I believe, 14 years, something like that, or 15 years. So it, it, you learn it in, in school, actually, uh, together with, with bunch of the other really basic stuff. Let's, like, for example, how to use gas mask, how to, how to use, uh, old style M48 rifle. But again, it was very, very basic stuff. But if you compare it with average men from, from Western country, yes, I had, I had a lot of basic stuff. I knew how to start fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had in my family a lot of old timers who were guerrilla fighters against Germans in, in World War II. So I, I knew the stories. Uh, I knew the basics, but again, nothing that, that could really prepare me to that event. Do you think you would have fared be- better outside the city, like on farmland, or would, or was that just? So I was think a lot of people think they're going to go to farms and maybe survive there as groups and stuff. But did the did the city people, in a sense, go out to that area and just kill them? Would you have fared better out in the the country, or was it better because of the resources in the city to survive? Well- yeah, here's the thing. Uh, in my time, in, in that particular scenario, uh, uh, it will be better probably in, in some, uh, uh, smaller village that is a bit, uh, organized in terms of defense. But I need to discuss a bit more about this because, uh, in survival today, and it's for years in survival, there is, uh, one of the many myths that, uh, you just need to go out, run from the city, and you'll be fine uh, when something really bad happens. Well, if you do not have anything prepared outside of that city, if you do not have 
some kind of weekend house with preps or some kind of small group or, or some knowledge about growing food and place to grow food and, and, and means to defend that place. Well, it is better to, to, to stay in city if you have any kind of, of storage and group in that city. Uh, because, uh, people have that, people believe in that meat, meat that when something bad happened, what you, what you mean is just to run from the city and you'll survive in the wilderness. It is absolutely and completely uh, false. Uh, uh, there is a uh, few people that can survive in wilderness today. And uh, those people are usually born and bred over there in that wilderness. And they know that wilderness like like pocket, like their own pocket, how, how to trap, hunt, live up the woods and stuff like that. There is a very, very few uh, folks like that, if you are talk about real wilderness. I mean, forget about survival TV shows. It's not like that. So forget about running from the city and survival on your own into the wilderness. Now, uh, if you are talking about small com- community in, in, in a rural, rural region, yes, I like that idea uh, very much. And, uh, I use that actually as my, uh, bug out location for years. I have that option. Uh, but again, you need to have a group. You need to have members of that group who have knowledge. Uh, you need to have a land uh, to live off. You need to have a means to, to hunt, means to uh, to find water, to process water. It is not just to have a land and, and house and you will survive. Uh, if you are talking about about some serious event, Eventually, uh, that troubles from city will come to your place. Uh, so you need to have some kind of organization to, to, uh, defend that place. Uh, not to mention, uh, I already mentioned, yes, uh, uh, means to survive to that moment from that land. So, uh, again, we are coming to the point of having your own, uh, survival group, your prepper network. Is it better to be with that group? Uh, of people uh, in rural place, yes, but don't mix it with you alone running into the wilderness and hoping uh, right. that you are survival. Just like in some TV show, most probably you will die in wilderness. Right, lone wolves. They're 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 few and far between that can make it, and they know that they. Can, I mean, the ones that are lone wolves that can make it. They they were like you said. They're born that way. They they're already out there living that way. Other than that, the, the city folks or people, we're not going to survive like that. You also may sent mention in your book, um, and it's like, hey, take the worst person you know today, the absolutely worst person, evil minded, just devious, and just imagine everyone is like that. That's, I mean, I mean, you said that in your book is like everyone was like that, that worst person that you knew. Uh, it kind of blow my mind uh, uh, when 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 uh, SHTF it, it, when that happened in my in my case, it kind of blow my mind how many a uh, lot of the people uh, today are uh, nice because uh, right. Law and system f- kind of force them and put them in, in a system where they have to be nice. You cannot be, uh, uh, you cannot act like psycho today and have a normal job, have 
family, normal life, and everywhere. You are going to go into the institution, right? Uh, when when you take out from that equation law and system and punishment from the system, a lot of the people simply uh, think, oh, there is no punishment for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I can just take out my real nature, if that makes sense to you, and I can be, uh, I can say evil, I can be evil to everybody around me, or I can simply take other folks' possession because I want that stuff. I want his car, and later I want his food. And uh, uh, there, my my point here, there are a lot of uh, people who who are evil or will act on the evil way on one side. And on the other side, there are a lot of people who are, uh, which I mentioned already, a lot of people who are good folks, but they are forced to do uh, bad things because mm-hmm. their uh, kids are hungry. And it's simple like that. Uh, people who didn't went through through a bad situation do not realize that. Uh, there is, again, one more myth. Uh, uh, let's, let's say, for example, a bad weather event, uh, Katrina, for example, or, or any other bad weather event in U.S. Uh, uh, probably you have a situation in the first couple of hours or first day when everybody go out uh, on their uh, uh, backyards or street and asking each other, oh, what is happening? How can I help you? Do you need medication and stuff like that? If that lasts for a couple of more days, even good men will think, oh, I will not mention that medication that I have in my house. Right. I need to, to save it for us. Because yeah. I need to save it for a kid. Right. And if, if you take that couple of days, even more where, uh, where they realize there is no police anymore working, that common man Good man will think, oh my my kid is lack of that medication. He can die. I will go somewhere and kill someone for that uh, medication. Right. Now, maybe this doesn't make sense to you today, but uh, it will make sense uh, if something bad happened. Okay, so this is just between us. I'm not going to share this with everybody else. Just just kidding on that. But what was the? Tell me what were like the most important things at this time? Because in in the book you talk about, and and I've heard you on other podcasts that, hey, if you think gold and silver is going to be a barter item, or do you think the? So, I mean, they almost turned into shiny little disc, and they weren't really worth a lot. But I mean, at, at some point. But what were the important things during? I would say the kind of the. The, the, not the worst of times, but what was the, I mean, was it just plain food and water and that was it? Or were there other things that were like important that, that you tried to acquire? Yes. Of course, uh, food, water, weapon. If we take that uh, to side and talk about other things, uh, yeah, next thing, and probably even in, in some, sometimes even important from these things that I already mentioned was, uh, 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 were medical items. Medical? Uh, medical items, yes. Not only medical items, uh, uh, I know you're asking me about physical items, but I need to throw in, uh, uh, fact of skill, uh, medical skills, not only medical skills, any other skills, but uh, here medical skills, uh, because, uh, even in that that time, people weren't plugged into the system, into the medical system. Not everybody. Most of the people did not have even even a, a, a basic uh, medical knowledge. And uh, I need to factor in another thing, hygiene items. 
because people, uh, folks that are prepared, that are talk about different scenarios, always, almost always uh, missing a point how dirty it is going to be. Because we are plugged into society where everything is work. So we don't really uh, see uh, how dirty can be when system is out. It is very dirty. It is horrible. Yeah, and you that, mentioned you yes. mentioned going down to the lake, you might get shot by a sniper. <laughs> yes, yes, it is horribly dirty. And that leads to uh, medical problems. So hygiene items okay. were, were valuable and uh, medical items were valuable. I need to mention, uh, uh, when I say luxury, luxury items, uh, I, I don't think, uh, necessary here about gold, let's say. I think more about comf- comfort items. So in, in sometimes simple, uh, a bottle of beer, uh, worth a world to you because it connected you, uh, mm-hmm. I'm talking about me actually. It's connect, it connected me to the normal time. Right. So, uh, I would, and I, and I did pay a lot for, for simple bottle of beer few times and in other, uh, uh situation, uh, for, for simple chocolate because it wasn't available for a very long time. And so items like that connected you psychologically to, to normal times and, uh, gave you that, let's say that small amount of hope that there is still uh normal world and, and and normal times somewhere and 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 sometimes in future if this makes sense so so what i hear is because so, a lot of things that that american preppers we do focus on is trait barter items and some of the things a lot of you know preppers put back is of course alcohol cigarettes candy they you know like a hard candy kind of stuff so that kind of stuff does make a huge difference and and when you're when you're in the you know the SHTF correct is that what you're saying? Of course, of course. Uh, there are uh, when people discuss about barter, uh, usually uh, on, on forums, on blogs, on pages, survival pages. Uh, I see a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of like here's a list what you will be missing when SHTF. And there's a list of everything. Uh, there is not too much sense in that because what you will be missing when, when SHTF, you will be missing everything, but, uh, you need to point out what is more, more important to you. So you might be, uh, of course, you'll be missing, uh, uh, your, your, your car magazine papers when right. SHTF, but is it a life threatening situation? No. You, you, you need to store much more water than your magazines. Uh, this is a ridiculous example, but you get my point. Uh, but yep. when you go to the, to the, to the psychology and mentality of barter, of prepping for barter, uh, I can say from my experience, what makes sense to store for barter are small items in more, uh, in more numbers because of many reasons, uh, because of uh, security, because of uh, security of carrying it, because of security and safety of storing it. So, you, for example, uh, 50 kilos of rice, uh, if it is going to be spoiled, it is going to be, to be spoiled all, but 50 or 20 packages or, of, or two and a half kilos can be spoiled a couple of packages, if that makes sense. And right. uh, it is much easier to carry 10 lighters for trade uh 
than than ten uh, liters of gasoline. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so small items that are important. Gotcha. Uh, everything is important, of course, but some things are more important than other uh, items. So uh, more important are cans of food than bottles of beer. Uh, so that means uh, store more cans of food than bottles of beer. But just like I mentioned, even that beer have a price and sometimes it can be very uh, high. Uh, what I what I suggest when it comes to, to storing and bartering, it is a huge topic, of course, but I do not I do not really uh, divide uh, storing for barter from storing for your own for yourself uh, because you are uh, uh, doubling items and you can make mistakes so store what you are going to, what you conclude that makes sense what you're going to need because uh, uh, imagine what all other people are around you will need that same items so you will be able to barter just go deeper into the into the mentality of carrying that packaging that that storing that and be careful about uh, who knows what you have and where you have that. So I would think that skills of hiding things and skills of getting to the place that you've hidden things is very important because you can't, you just can't, you're more mobile, especially you sounds like you are pretty mobile within the city, but, and you don't want to put all your items in the corner of your room, but I would think that that skill of hiding things, being able to just um, maybe even in plain sight or even getting to that place and getting your items out is pretty important. It is huge, actually. Uh, and again, we are we are coming here to one one statement that I often hear uh, in preppers, especially in, in U.S. preppers, uh, and it and it goes like this. I will never leave my home. I will defend it uh, to my death. Basically, it is a wrong statement because right. eventually you will die. Uh, yep. Do not expect to be a stronger guy in city. Eventually, you will die. Uh, rephrase that to the statement that goes like this. I will be ready to leave my home in split second and still have available uh, uh, preps somewhere hidden. Or rephrase it to the point uh, where you, I'll I'll be ready for the forces, let's say government forces, who will come to my house and fi- find part of my stash and take away from me. But bigger part of cash is hidden. So right. uh, my words are this: uh, Do not uh, survival is not about losing your life. Survival survival is about surviving. Be ready to lose everything except your life. Okay, that's real. That's real statement. And you also mentioned, and um, and some of your, I know in the podcast that I was listening to, um, you made a statement that, you know, we've we've kind of we we have this American version of of the you know the SHTF, but you said. Surviving in the SHTF, this is a note I wrote down, is your number, is your, when it becomes your number one job every single minute of the day, even military people don't really survive like that. They get breaks and times off, but in the SHTF, it's, you're literally full time on 
trying to survive every single minute and there is no time off. Uh, it is connected again to the simple fact that most of us, most of people do not understand uh, how deeply we are plugged into the system and how much, uh, yes, how much benefits system is giving to us together with wrong things. Uh, uh, so only one day when that system is gone, you are realizing, I realized how, uh, how much help I had from that system, uh, from the simple carrying and dragging whole bunch of, of water canisters to my house, to the chopping the woods or finding, uh, finding the, the food, uh, heating myself and everything. So most of the my time, <coughs> excuse me, most of the my time, uh, during the day and night was, uh, filling the gaps, filling that, that jobs of, uh, uh, regular everyday work, uh, in order to keep my home and myself uh, running and alive. Uh, in short, surviving, uh, is not only about running and shooting someone. Uh, most of the surviving actually is about hard work and, uh, as better, uh, as better and, uh, group you have, uh, uh, with more skills, uh, between each member of that group, your uh, everyday life will be easier. Uh, again, most of the stuff in that time I learned on my own mistakes. Uh, but if you have knowledge between your group and your group member or, or yourself, You'll be, uh, you will not make that mistakes and your everyday life will be hard, of course, but it will be easier. Uh, forget about, uh, about laying down, uh, and watching uh, how world is going, uh, to the end from your uh, safe spot. Mm -hmm. You can do that from, for some time if you are very, very well prepared. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, I do advise to do that for some time because before a uh, situation outside uh, go to the moment where you realize who is who and what is really happening. But mm -hmm. eventually you will have to go outside and plug yourself in that new world because uh, no matter how big storage you have, that storage will go uh, empty at the end. And it is better to, to go out and learn who is who before that storage go empty. But to, to go back, uh, to your original, uh, question, yes, it is hard job for most, most of the day, especially if you are, if you are alone or not prepared, it is next to, next to impossible. Huh. So let me ask you this question. Um, so skill, I mean, equipment is very important, like having a weapon and food and water and everything. But it, 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 when you look back, what skills were the most needed or the most useful during that time? Yes, uh, I, po I would point out two most of the important in that time. Uh, and I, I can call it like this. Uh, well, killer and healer, if, if that makes sense to you. Uh, so. Uh, mm -hmm skills of either to kill or to heal. 
uh, if you understand me. Yeah. Uh, but that's only uh, that that is only tip of the of the of the problem. Uh, based on on my problems, uh, you need to have a man who know how to grow food. You need to man. You need to have more uh, men uh, who know how to work with people, because uh, what that mean? Well, I. I I would say that best 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 scenario is is if you can have something like uh, psychologists <laughs> in your group. But uh-huh. if, uh, but what I what I'm trying to say here is uh, you need to have somebody who who know how to work with problems, uh, mental problems that people will uh, will have in that kind of situation. Wow. Uh, men who know how to talk with people, if that makes sense. Right. Because all yeah. of us all of us have have. Uh, 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 problems, and we did have one older guy who 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 was almost illiterate, but know how to talk with us based on his uh, experience. So let me rephrase it uh, like this: uh, You need to have uh, fighting uh, skills, uh, medical skills, food growing skills. You need to have some kind uh, of ne- negotiating skills because eventually you will uh, you will. Uh, find yourself into the negotiating with other uh, armed and dangerous people, either through trade or any other subject. <clears throat> you need to have uh, somebody who know how to organize all of that. Otherwise, you will end up in 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 simple, let's say, armed mob. Uh, you need to have a technical guy, uh, or or how we call it in that times. Uh, Guy who know how to repair things or how okay. to how to rebuild things so they can work. You need to have also guy who can organize all of that, all of stuff in kitchen. Uh, when I say all of that, in my time, uh, it was it was a person who know how to make food from the simple grass and small amount of 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 floor. Uh, it tasted awful, but it make you uh, 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 working. It make you alive. If that makes sense. So, if if you look uh, through these skills, uh, what I suggest to the, uh, to folks who organize group, all of each member of the group need to have basic from all of these skills. So everybody needs to know how to shoot, of course. Everybody needs to know how to, how to, uh, how to do basic trauma uh, assessment, for example, or how to plug some wounds or something like that. But each, but you have, need to have member who know, who knows some of those uh, skills in depth, if that makes sense. Uh, these are not, uh, it, it is huge topics, topic, but you get my, uh, my follow philosophy of group building here. Everybody needs to have basics, but you need to have a person who know all of this in, uh, uh, in depth. Of course, best case scenario will be that, uh, that everybody, uh, have knowledge in depth from all of these skills, but we are living in, in, in the real world. It is almost impossible. Uh, I need to add something here really important. Uh, because we do a uh, lot of real uh, physical courses, uh, we find out, and I already know that from before, of course, but most of the preppers do, know, do not know that. Uh, you do not need to have special, uh, special Navy SEAL uh, members of your group. If you have it, great, but you will not have it because, again, okay. we are living in real life. What you, what you will have 
what most of the people re- will have is is their father or his son girlfriend or his mother-in-law maybe uh, you need to find skills from each of those members no matter how how they look uh, not skilled to you in our survival course we do find out uh, uh, not once that uh, uh, older lady have perfect organization skills uh, in 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 uh, taking care about home or a guy who who is who is uh, who works as a as a programmer and who doesn't have any real fighting skill has perfect negotiation skill in uh, uh during the trade what i'm trying to say uh it is impossible to build a survival group like like in movies uh, and you do not do not have to aim to that. We are talk about real survival, real people with own uh, flaws. Is that correct word? With own yeah. uh, minuses. So uh, work based on what you have, and you will be able to to build group with that. So some of the skills you're saying are just either common sense skills or negotiating, working with other people, intangible skills, meaning it's it's hard to kind of teach people these skills. It's just, but would you still say that survival skills are, I mean, they're important um, for sure, but I think you're, you're taking that as a given that everyone in the group needs to have basic survival skills like first aid, working their gun, um, and, and, you know, how to purify water. That's, that's skills that everyone needs to know, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Those are skills. Let's say, uh, you can learn how to purify water from, from YouTube. You, you right. can learn how to start fire from YouTube. Those, those are all basic skills. And I, I don't really see a reason why, why anybody can, can learn that. Mm-hmm. Uh, skills that are more in depth. Uh, uh, can, for example, from, from weapons and fighting can have your, your, uh, member of group who is ex, uh, who is veteran. Uh, but, uh, when you are building your survival uh, group, something that is really important is mindset. You need to have, uh, mm. uh, mindset of each member and collective mindset. And I, I do not, uh, talking here about something that is, psychedelic or something like that it is simple good old old mindset where you have group of people that are uh, uh in essence good and ready uh, uh ready to learn and ready to cope with problems but again that are uh, uh that have some kind of moral code uh that moral code uh need to need to be a common thing for all of you in order to that group to work because you can't have a member of group that have views on, on life or moral code absolutely and completely different than you. It can work for some time, but eventually, uh, that can, that can bring your group, uh, into the danger. I'm not, I'm not talking here necessarily about, about, well, political view. You can have di- different political view. Sometimes it can get you to fight. But uh, I'm talking here about uh, a moral code of the member that that you can call uh, evil or wrong or right. simple not good. Mm, okay. 
So in your book, you also talk about, um, I think it's, if I remember right, it's the five things that surprised you the most. And I'm going to read them real quick. And then if you can comment, if you want to, um, it, just tell me if I'm right is because I, you kind of had to, I took the notes here. Um, one, how close the actual action, the fight is near you. Number two is the enemy is your neighbor. They're, they're literally, they look, speak and, um, just like you. Number three was how busy your day was, which you talked about that a little bit about. You're always doing some work. Number four was the level of threat. It's like at any moment you can almost like die. And I'm just, I took these out of your book kind of thing as I was reading it. And number five was, um, we think we're ready to fight, but we have no clue what this is like unless you live through it like yourself. We just, we, we've glorified it. So that's your five biggest surprises of going through this. Yes. How close? Uh, I lived through this, uh, in, in, uh, in city that is quite, uh, uh, architecturally if i can say uh buildings are very close so when everything broke broke up uh literally uh people were fighting uh in apartment building from one apartment to other apartment and uh people would would uh uh that there was a 15 or 16 story apartment building high and it was uh, full of holes between apartments and room from different apartments. So it was turned to some kind of maze. So uh, fight was a nightmare. So you, you could never be sure from where danger was coming because, because danger might come from if you, if you, if you find yourself in, in partial destroyed building, danger might come from, from hole in the ceiling that somebody made and wait from you oh. uh, so if you enter the entering building uh one room uh 99.9 of people do not look for the hole in, in ceiling they look from the windows doors and other openings and there is a new danger hole in the ceiling so and close fight uh that mean uh, uh house from house to house even from apartment to apartment, because it was densely populated area, and that, uh, uh, and even enemy armies were were fighting from from a street to street, and even even local militias were fighting from street to street, and inside that, you had common folks that wanted to take something from you. Everything was so close. Uh, uh, second, second, your uh, second point was enemy. Uh, Speaking looks like you. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is very important. Uh, again, especially for, for, uh, Americans, uh, American preppers, not only, not only U.S. preppers, but I see that, uh, uh, let's say illusion, uh, mostly, uh, in U.S. preppers. There is some kind of illusion that, that, uh, somehow foreign troop, foreign troops or UN troops or whoever, will invade us uh and you will fight uh foreign troops uh, over there well uh, in theory it it is possible of course in reality how possible uh, is that that some foreign troop invade uh, uh us uh stronger with strongest army in in the world with with most 
most armed uh, citizen, I believe, uh, in uh, in the world. Uh, It is next to impossible. Whoever would invade U.S. uh, would lose very, very uh, uh, soon. So people imagine U.S. U.N. troops uh, going door to door or sub-foreign troops, uh, while real danger... Uh, and I have to put it like this, a real danger coming from, from your neighbor, real danger might come from your, even from your government. Uh, let me put it this more clear. Uh, you can be portrayed as a terrorist, uh, if you are prepper. You can be portrayed as a, as a, uh, enemy of the state if your views on some important events is different than majority of population. You can be portrayed as a danger, uh, uh, as a danger, and you can be collected, collected, and and imprisoned from your own government. Mm-hmm. So, for a start, I would look to to keep my obsec uh, in to the system, uh, no matter how that system look friendly or not friendly to you today. It can be you can be portrayed from the system as a terrorist by the simple fact that you are prepper. Let's face it. Not right. to mention other other topics. Uh, other thing you can you can be invaded from your first neighbor, just like we mentioned it before. If your system collapsed from whatever reason, and a system of uh, punishment from the law is out, you can be portrayed as a threat from your neighbor because you have something that he do not have and he need really hard medication, food, whatever. So your neighbor will invade you. Uh, there's a huge chance that he will invade you. So we are coming back to the fact that, uh, your, your enemy most probably will be, will come very close, uh, to you either from your neighborhood or, uh, either from, from your own government it doesn't have to be uh lack of the food i mean fa- face the reality it, it today can can rioting happen in your neighborhood and if you do not uh, support some political option uh like majority of people who are rioting they can torture your house uh, we are coming to the to the reality of that i believe Mm-hmm. In these, in these days, months, and years that your own neighbors can attack you because your, your political opinion is different than, than his. <clears throat> so, yeah, look for the enemy much closer than you. And I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, you do not have to pay attention to the world situation. Of course, you need to pay attention to what is happening between Russia and Ukraine, but only to the terms that uh, look over there and imagine and take educated guess how that can influence to your own uh, small circle situation at home. For example, how that, how that can turn, uh, how war, how war in Ukraine can make your country poorer and how you can lose your own job because of war over there, how that can bring to to fall of or some political option of rioting in your city. Uh, I think you, you, you get what I'm trying to say here. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, our, our enemy more than likely is our neighbor, not a, a, you know, a force coming in America. America has a little 
different situation in a lot of countries. America, we, I mean, every other household has like three guns. <laughs> and yeah, so that, that's the reason why, why there is nobody invading America. And whoever right. is invading, it is suicide. Yeah, it's suicide. Did you have a weapon when you were in uh, going through this? Uh, yes. Yes, actually, uh, I, I uh, obtained a weapon very soon uh, uh, when this happened. Uh, it was simple pistol, and, and later I, I obtained AK, and much, and bit more late, later I obtained more weapon. Okay. Uh, situation with with weapon in that time, uh, it was uh, in first moment uh, through the chaos you could. Uh, you could find a weapon when barracks uh, uh, kind of uh, dissolved. In that chaos, you could find weapon. But prior to that, uh, it was different situation than than let's say in US. We didn't own uh, or state didn't allow us to own so much weapon like like for example you have in US. Now, uh, is that good or bad thing? Uh, I lean more. Uh, uh, to good thing over there that let me rephrase it uh, I admire uh, your right over there to own weapon I like that very much to have weapons yeah I like that very much now uh, to the point of uh, situation on the ground when something happened on the ground that means that everybody have weapon uh, not only you uh, that means the uh, that we are coming back to the point of organization because uh, when everybody have weapon, it is, it is, let's say, cl- close to nobody have weapon. Yes, yeah. yes. But I, again, I admire uh, your right to have weapons and I would practice it a lot uh, and in, in uh, big numbers and in, in depth. Wow. Okay. Um, not in depth, in uh, deep, if that makes sense. Depth is other word I just realized. Deep, but again, in, uh, there is some kind of system in uh, owning weapon, which is other topic. I, I had to mention this because there is whole whole culture about piling weapon. Uh, <clears throat> I, I would go uh, without storing uh, exotic weapon. I would go with storing weapon that is common in my area because of a lot of other reason and stuff like that. But uh, to keep it to keep it simple, of course, have a weapon in in good numbers. Yes. Okay, we're getting kind of to the end here. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, question. Uh, next question is: As the war was, or as the situation was becoming more peaceful, and people started trusting everyone, how did that work out? I mean, at what point did everyone or could you, was it a movement? Was it a, at what point did you go, okay, it's safer. Supplies are coming in. How did that whole transaction happen? And was there still mistrust during, during all that? Well, uh, there's a still mistrust even 30 years ago after that. Oh, wow. uh, it was, it was, it is, it is slow process. I mean, nobody's shooting at, at anybody right now. Uh, there is a, there is always danger and chance that there will be shooting because this is very uh, fragile society with a lot of hate and dangers. But a process of, it was slow process and it was forced process from, from, uh, 
from international troops. Actually, one day international troops landed and forced us to stop uh, shooting at each other. Uh, if I if I can say it simple like that, but process process of uh, animosity between between us, process of hate, and everything else that still. Uh, uh, that is, <laughs> I can say, ongoing process, and I'm not really optimistic uh, about uh, that. Mm, I can say that uh, when somebody asked me about future SHTF, uh, I can say that we still ha- had some kind of luck because our uh, uh, collapse was stopped by intervention from outside. Uh, War stopped, but and we, we we managed to build some kind of let's say crooked society where everything work on bribe and stuff like that. That's completely other topic. But in case of some uh, big SHTF situation, uh, I don't see some some real outside intervention or stopping all of that. Uh, stopping all of that, I just see spiraling down. And uh, us as a humanity uh, being brought down to the hundred or two hundred years back, and uh, survival of of uh, I wouldn't say fittest, I would say survival of most organized groups. Mm. Now, uh, 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 I'm of course I'm mentioning this as a worst case worldwide uh, event scenario. Uh, but I, as a smaller scale and, and more, more localized scenario, again, I see, uh, smaller groups, uh, of survivalists surviving at, until situation go back to the normal. And, uh, I'll be honest. In my case, it lasted for five years, almost five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be, be aware that that can be, Maybe month, but maybe ten months, maybe couple of years, maybe ten years. We are we are now going into the into the region of of different scenarios of what Dang. we can expect. Wow. <clears throat> well, listen, that's about all the time. I mean, I could sit here and ask you questions all day. If you ever come to America, I'm meeting you at the airport. I'm just telling you, I, I you got so much knowledge and so much. I mean, it's crazy to, to be able to actually talk to someone that's kind of lived through it. You know, that's kind of like it resets your mind and you go, wow. Okay. It's okay. I'm preparing, but I'm not, I've never, it's hard to prepare what you've been through. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Just, just for the end, I need, I need to add something because I started to add, add that because people commented, Oh, it was so bad that I, I, that's so bad what you're talking about that I'm not sure am I, am I going to be able to go through that. So, uh, I started to add after the, at the end of each interview, add this, to add this, uh, uh, you can survive or you just need to be organized. Remember, I was common man, very young man and uh, people with me were common folks, not survivalist. It was horrible. It was bad. But you, you can survive. It is possible to survive even that kind of event if you are, if you just, if you have, uh, uh, good, good people with you. Let, let's keep it like that. So it is possible. 
That's awesome. That's that's good, encouraging words. It may be hell, but we can survive is what you're kind yes, of saying. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And so, everyone, this is Selco. Hey, his website is um, shtfschool.com. And don't you have, like, online courses on there and everything that you you can you train people? Yes, yes, yes. I do that for, for a couple of years, yes. I do and have. you have you books you've written. Um, I know the book that um, the one that I kind of just uh, I, I've read twice now. The dark secret, dark secrets is of SHTF survival. Um, yes, it's on Amazon, and you've yes. written a couple other books too, correct? Yes, they are also over there at the Amazon, and you can check it on on, on my my web page. Yeah, go to his website. Uh, yes shtfschool.com sign up for his class um read his books and he's on other podcasts as well because you know not every podcaster asks the best questions or whatever but i've been fascinated with your story i've been fascinated with your survival story and there's so much to learn from that um you know it's impressive too that you just decided to share this information because there i mean uh, you know, th- there's so many stories that that people have they don't share them, but you've you've kind of put yourself out there and 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 sharing the truth of what SHTF survival is all about, and I, we appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, people need to know how how real stuff uh, look and how real stuff might look. For right. Them. Yes. And I'd love to get your commitment. I'd love to interview you again. I got more, I've got more questions. We just don't have time for, but, um, thank you for being on the podcast and thank you for, for sharing your story and, and also, you know, through the podcast and also through your books and also your teaching. Again, you can find Selco at shtfschool.com. So make sure you go and visit. Um, hey, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity and, and stay safe. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Um, hey, guys on the podcast, thank you for joining me. We will, um, hey, join us. Our, make sure you like and follow. Give me five stars and we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.